어머 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 전화가 잘안 들려서 그래 어머 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 That was so weird. <laughs> to get into it, and this mic is hot. It's hot. This mic is hot. So like, watch out. Watch out. Oh, okay, we're gonna be blown out. So. <laughs> Let's move away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We're in the same room. I know. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm staring at you. We just did the Ajuma Live show last night. We did. Light crowd. Light crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you Ajumas didn't show up the way that we wanted you to show up. But the ones that did? Uh, first of all, we got to go into Kick-Ass Koreans. It's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Kia! We want to shout out the Korean Ajuma gang that showed up to the show yesterday. Not just because they showed up to the Ajuma show. Yes. And paid good, hard-earned American fiat dollars oh my God. to watch us. But you guys were the loudest. <laughs> Didn't that feel so good? It felt great. These Ajumas from Chicago, like, you know who you are. You came out. Yes. The acting community, the Korean story community. Um, these Ajumas sat in the front row, slapped their knees, and cackled. Cackled. At all the little Korean jokes we had. And, you know, no, nothing makes me happier than being in a comedy situation. And comedy, especially like a show club mm-hmm. situation, and using that shorthand. Oh yeah. When so last night I felt really insecure about going up because I haven't been doing comedy, but it didn't matter. Of course it didn't. I could have like I, farted I, I, on stage, and they would have been like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And I and even while you were nervous backstage, I was didn't I get annoyed with you? I was like, you say this right now, you're gonna crush, and it's gonna be fucking annoying. You did say that to me. <laughs> you did say that to me, but I I am a, I am still a little afraid of this weekend. We'll get into that after yes, our guest yeah. friends. But we want to shout out Mia Park, who was an old not old, but a um, former Kick Ass Korean yes. live. Yes. She came out. Um, Helen Julie came out. She's, I mean, fan of the pod since day one. Day one. We love her. And we love her. She's such an Ajumma energy. I really appreciate her. Oh, and always. Always. always, Yes. All the time. I don't Um, think I've ever uh, seen her without her clapping her hand on my back. (laughs) (laughs) It's automatic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, our new friend, Sue. Yes. Yeah. What, yes, that was yes. her name. She was incredible. She, her laughter. Oh my gosh! If you're listening to like it. Thank you. It gave me so much life. And it was the um, head, the the bow down, yeah. the knee, the bold, bold, over, bold over, stomach clutching oh laughter. God. I mean, it just felt like it felt like, and because it essentially is, and the reason why so many Ajumas like this podcast is because it feels like laughing with old friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it really does. It feels always feels like a reunion. Yes. Like in that chingu feel. Yes. I yeah. mean it's like it's uh the laughter of um friends who have been to your house mm-hmm. who you have um done a, an appropriate amount of incest to your parents uh-huh. you know they know your parents know your face mm-hmm. like that energy mm-hmm. where you have to be like a chakan chingu. Chingu energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And so, and that's the energy. It's a very intimate. They brought that. Y'all brought that brought yesterday. It. Even um, Ancho of the Korean American story. Who yes. We met, uh, we shout out, you'll you'll see in the episode, in the live episode, we shout her out as a kick-ass Korean and organization at large. Yes. Um, Korean American story. We, we don't know her. 
Do you no, know her? I do not know her. I don't know her. I've never met her before in my life. Yeah. She's a board member. Yes. I forgot to ask her what that means. <laughs> what that does. If you could write in and afterwards, that'd be awesome. Uh, but she was slapping her knee. She was having a great yes. time too. And I think what it really was is that they saw... Uh, and shout out to um, Susie Ahn. Yes. For being our lovely host from mm-hmm. WBZ Chicago. Yes. She was really funny. And we all... We were all Korean American comics, mm-hmm. but we all had different sets. Yes. And we had different things to say and different ways to say it. 100%. And I think that is so relieving <laughs> to an audience like that, right? Yes. Because how many times do they go to a show anywhere, good men whatsoever, mm-hmm. and feel so completely seen? Yes. And completely inside the joke and the shorthand of. You know when I when I'm when I'm talking about how my mom, uh, when I almost said you know, and they were all like, they were dying ah! because that's something that all of us feel but never yeah. get to do. Oh, and have crazy. we fantasized about it every, every day. motherfucking day of our life to be like she by to, to oh your, my gosh, to I, your... I, and it's actually making me nervous to even hear you say it. I know. It's like, <laughs> But that is such a deep feeling inside of us and it's such a shared truth that literally you don't see anywhere, much less a Steppenwolf side stage. (laughs) (laughs) We're never going to give ourselves... Of course. No, that's the garage space, right? (laughs) No, thank you for Steppenwolf as well. Thank you so much. I mean, what was... uh, Well, first of all, thank you to the kick-ass Korean Ajumas who came in the front row. Yes, I mean, 100%. We have so so much to talk about about the live show and also the live show that's about to happen. Yes. So we're going to take a quick break. Yes. We'll be right back. <sighs> that was great. Aren't you happy when I got these drinks? I'm so happy. <laughs> I wouldn't have... Yeah. Yeah. Last Okay, we're back. <laughs> we're back! I want to talk about last night. Um, not as far as like the Ajuma show. Clearly we had fun and it was yes. great and we had fun. But for you specifically, you had a run right of shows you were there friday saturday sunday yeah I people were looking at you like oh there's mrs kim <laughs> oh kimchi yeah. like they're like bowing i mean i knew the bartenders it, it is weird i've never done that before did I've that feel good to be in such a hallowed space and be uh, welcomed as a um like one of them like an insider no that didn't feel good? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I was too tired to even, I think, accept or acknowledge that. Okay. I think it was more the work. It's the second time we've been there as an Ajima show, and it's yes. the first time you've been there as a solo show or solo Correct. act. Yes. And they're putting up a lot of, like, POC, BIPOC, queer, like, voices that aren't, you know, normally shown as Correct. Seven Wolf. They are really making an effort. Do you feel like they made an effort with you? Hundred percent. But I also was supposed that tech to be, was amazing. Yeah, the that's my director. It was incredible. Incredible. And I think some of that is, uh, I've been very vocal and I've been very vocal and very uh, upfront about what I wanted my show to be, mm-hmm. and they were excited about that because mm-hmm. um, they felt it would be different. It wasn't just a sort of typical. One woman show. One woman show. Yeah. Um, Multimedia, etc. Exactly. Okay, so let's break it down. You had a run of two shows. Yes. I last time we talked about it, you felt like you were, you wanted more time 
to like perfect it, quote unquote, or yes. make it whatever better than it was. Of yeah. course, we always think that. Yeah. But regardless of that, give us a breakdown of like what it felt like to put up your show in this space, sold out both nights. Mm-hmm. You doing exactly what you want. Yeah. Your director being in lockstep with you, which he was. literally never happens. Never happens. So what did that feel like to be in that space and to, I, we're not going to say numbers, but you made, I made a money. pretty nice yeah. amount of money yes. from these shows, right? Like, it's not like make or change your life, but as far mm-hmm. as like putting out a one woman show in a cabaret space, yes, it was a huge success. And Steppenwolf, cannot deny that they saw stacy the numbers yes oh wow peter i really didn't even think about it that's like a that. gigantic <laughs> thing, i truly did not even think about it you like did that. that yourself you did not have other collaborators you did yeah. not have other people pulling stuff like you did everything you and the director yes did that and made steppenwolf a shit ton of money yeah. and also gave them cachet which is more important to them than money. <laughs> yes. It is, right? Because it's yeah. an old... It was started by four white men. Like, yes. it's very, like, Second City-esque. You know, it's that, like, 70s counterculture um, building this gigantic thing and now becoming... You know, it's that quote of, you live long enough, you stop becoming the hero and yeah. you're the villain, the villain. right? Yeah. So, like, in so many words, they are the institution and now you are this kind of counterculture inside the institution. It must feel, like, cool, I truly, until this moment, hadn't thought about it that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. You're like saying this. Okay. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> way to go. Yeah. Who is this person? I mean, I don't know about all those sort of larger implications culturally in that institution or what have you. But in terms of me putting on the show, doing what I wanted to do in some selling form. Out. Selling out. and doing it in some form and fashion and doing it in collaboration with a... Um, my director and like how you said I doing exactly what I wanted the way I wanted to do it your vision my vision and executing it to some extent you know kind exactly how I envisioned it did people react to the thing the pieces of your show the way you intended 100% that's a success I mean even more so that's a huge success then yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't know, I, it, how did it feel? It felt as... Are you still processing? I am still processing. Because that's fair. Yeah, and I also don't know if I ever process as a quote-unquote success, but like, yeah. I think what it felt like, Peter, is the closest to artistic uh, fulfillment is I probably... A torsion. Yes. Then I, I, that's I, what I'm, I'm seeking. Yeah. I am constantly... That's why I love this podcast. Because yes. as shitty as it is... Yes, from vision to, <laughs> to execution, it is exactly... It's Yes. <laughs> it's one avenue. There's nothing else getting in the way. There's literally no sponsors. Yeah. I know there's like something that we say at the top, but yes. that was recorded in 2016. And we're still appreciative, whoever you are. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, we haven't said we're one. We're not gonna say it. We're again. not gonna say it again. We don't remember. We don't remember, but we yeah. do appreciate and we love you. Thank you, whoever you are. Yeah. But I, it is that. It's like that is as fulfilling. It's as close to like what an artistic orgasm, sure. right? You reach that height, you reach that peak, and you get to ejaculate. Mm-hmm. And once you ejaculate, like it's like a relief. I feel that relief. Amazing. And I don't feel any regret. Amazing. So that's a good. That's a good. I never jizz. got that here. Yeah. I will say. I wanted that from Chicago. Yeah. 
And I think, well, I, I wouldn't say I never got that, but not to that extent. Like after everything that happened in Second City, I decided to leave and pursue hardcore stand-up. Right. And the way you said that, hardcore stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. As if there is any other type. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to pursue hardcore stand-up. Hardcore stand-up. Not that like soft core, <laughs> soft penis. Yeah, type. exactly. Like, are we seeing badge? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I decided to um, go hardcore at stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I, that's what I needed, I remember. And that's what I felt the most free and safe doing. Because stand-up is like that. It, it is, is like from that. from envision to execution straight line. No one else in the way. Yeah. And that's, that that's is why. That's why we love it. Yes. Yeah. But this was like so much more of a production. There were tech, there parts, was tech yeah. and parts and music and costumes. So many ways for it to go wrong. Oh, 100%. In stand-up, the only way for it to go wrong is if you let it. Yeah, if you fall down. Like if you, yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. If you like just stop breathing. Yeah. Or if someone kills you, which is more possible these days, I guess. I know. <laughs> what a fun thing we live through. What a lovely life this is. But like, so doing that and even from, I would say even from like the poster and like envisioning the way that I wanted this whole thing to be branded and yeah. marketed. Yeah. From that to. You had a vision. Had a vision. And to be able to have executed it in this way and mm. not, again, not feel regret. That is so good. That is, it's very unusual for me. Unusual. Yeah. yeah. For anyone. For anyone. For anyone. I, but I think in particular for me, because I just love, I love regret. I like feeling, mm. you know, uh, resentful about things, like bad. You know, yeah. like I love to ruminate and uh, quest second guess things. Yes, 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 yes. And the thing is, honestly, I felt, I came off stage and was like, that is about as best as I could have done in I this did moment. It. Yeah, yeah, I did it. I mean, you know what that I mean? It must feel so good. It did. It did. That, but that's, I didn't think I had processed it like that. But you're right. I guess it, it, that execution of which it felt very fulfilling very it's also yeah. i bet instills a lot of confidence in you so that you have taken on such a high wire act and you've satisfactorily completed it so you know now you can do at least this to be determined if i feel that at confidence <laughs> <laughs> to be determined i don't know <laughs> why? why because like this is like Basically, like, I look at what you did mm -hmm. as if we were an Olympic athlete and we were divers, like a high difficulty dive, right? Sure. Like that, to do a one-person show with that different type of multimedia and, like, timing and, you know, whatever, to go off without a hitch and the audience responds to it, That's that means you set a difficulty and you achieved it. Now that diver knows that that's their bottom now. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's how I... I think I would feel if if I accomplished something like that, which yeah. I haven't. Like I, but I've accomplished other things. Yeah. Right? So like in that field now, once I accomplish it, I feel less like stress about being able to duplicate it. But that's you, Peter, because you're like always. I think you would you would have done that dive, and you would have gone to that. You would have gone into the pool, come over to the ladder, and then looked up at that diving board and been like, "Oh, okay," and then looked up to the next. Thing. The next thing. You're From, saying that's not your response. My response is to return to that board, sit at the end of that board, and ruminate about all the ways in which I could have fucked it up. But you, you <laughs> even but though you I didn't, don't. you even haven't. Though, even though I haven't, even though I oh, didn't, you, you just want to create drama. Drama. 
I would go. I would go back and return to the spot and be like, I, but I could have done this bad. Yes, yes. I could. This could have gone wrong. But you're not doing that, though. I'm not. Not right now. I, yeah, but you I am think definitely, you're saying that you might get there. Yeah, right now I'm climbing. Up, I'm, right now I'm climbing. The, I'm climbing the rungs back up to that diving board, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see we'll if see I decide happens. to go up to the next one. Because I, I don't even. Well, know. speaking of which, we are. If we're com- completing the metaphor, we are now looking at a higher diving board because yes. we are about to go on our first road trip. Road trip. To <laughs> the this is okay. As far as stand up com- comedy goes. Mm-hmm. This is for me the biggest dive of my life. Is this your first time headlining? No, but it's my first time headlining at, at a major city club. Wow. Yeah. Right. I've headlined smaller rooms. Sure. But DC is a major city. And this is an actual club. It's a club. It's the smaller room of the club. Yeah. But it is a... Thank God. <laughs> thank, thank God. God. <laughs> what draw do I have? You know? So, like, I... Or you or us. Yes. You know, we don't have much of a draw. Like, we have fans and we have friends. And we see you. And thank you, you very much. Thank you. you. Thank you for your Patreon dollars. <laughs> um, by the way, Patreon members, thank you so much. This trip is because totally of you. because of you. Yeah. We are able to do this because of you. Of course... We could have taken the little stipend that the club gives us or whatever, but you know, me and Anji, like, we can't live like that. Like, we have to. If we're traveling, we're traveling. So, like, thank you so much for letting us travel and go to different spaces and, and see you guys. And um, I just want to, like, acknowledge that. Because yes. we, I think we're pretty bad at doing that. So, we appreciate you. Thank you, Patreon members. Um, oh, while we're on Patreon, members i just want to shout out one um person who emailed us um maybe i shouldn't say your name because that's weird anyway this person we emailed back and forth about um uh la um i'm i'm gonna be in san diego yes doing shows on june 29th oh doing one show on june 29th at the good bar so come out there anyway enough of the plug we are going to dc yes how do you feel about this weekend I don't think I really had time to process it because I was just doing this show. Right. But literally today... But you've I, done like an hour of complicated stuff now. So for you to feature and do 20, 25 minutes, it's like nothing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. don't you feel like you've um, worked out with weights? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could, I, could, I could do the 20... I'm not worried about the time at all. Are you worried about anything? I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited to be on vacation. Yeah. Not a vacation, but like to be in a different city. I agree. Our nation's capital. Uh-huh. You and I started this podcast because of what's going we're on. on the in DC. I know. So we're returning to a full circle moment. And, and the congressional hearings are, are in full Hello, swing. Hello, the January 6th committee. Like this is... Uh, we're, and we're there during Juneteenth. I know. Which is like weird for us Asian Americans sure. to be doing a show on Juneteenth but it just so happened we're not like you know we'll shout out to Juneteenth yeah. but that's not why we're doing the show but that is not our story I'm really excited <laughs> about um, seeing DC with you and hanging yes. out and most most importantly eating yeah delicious me too. food right like we're a foodie so like we really want to like get into and by the way if you guys have any places you recommend and recommendations here, go for please it please tell us um, and I'm excited for that part of it. I'm not 
particularly excited about the f shows. And I'll tell you why. Because I haven't... I'm the opposite of you. Where, like, I haven't been working out and all of a sudden I have to squat 400 pounds. <laughs> you know? And, like, my knees are going to blow out. <laughs> so I'm very scared of... A, the stamp, my stamina yeah. of like being able to talk at a performance level mm -hmm. for 60 full minutes is a high bar bar for anyone, much less someone who's been on his ass writing. <laughs> I haven't been out doing the show. So like even yesterday, I felt like I don't, how am I going to do 15 minutes or 20 minutes of comedy? It was easy for you. The first joke the second it landed, I saw you literally melt into the moment. The second that Ajima's head keeled, keeled forward, she, I could just see your eyes just be like, and we're off. And we're here. <laughs> and we're fucking off. Well, it does, you do dial in. That's what yeah, I mean. You do dial in. And you will dial in. The only difference in a longer set, and you know this, is that you have to continue to dial in. That's what I mean. You have to re-up. That's the stamina. You have to re-up. Yeah, that's the stamina. stamina. That's the stamina. For sure. And, and like, it's like about at, every 15 minutes, you kind of have to re-up. Redo it. Yeah. You know? And It's funny that your body kind of intuits that 15-minute mark. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not a normal thing we do. Like, no. That's not part of our, like, evolutionary system <laughs> is to, like, Use our vocal cords for sixty minutes at a time, and our lung power. Like that's and your and your it's mind. It's a physical thing. Yeah, yeah in it's your a mind. very metaphysical thing. And I feel, I feel worried that I'll. Here's what I think will happen. Friday first show, I'm gonna be on so much adrenaline and mezcal. Yeah. That it's gonna be wild. <laughs> yes. And then the Friday second show, I'm gonna crash. be a mess. Yeah. It's gonna be a mess. Right. Uh -huh. Usually Friday second shows are are a mess. So I'm already like putting that to rest. If it if literally I bomb on stage and I leave crying, I'm already like I'm here. I'm, I've already gone through the mechanism for that, that emotional trauma. And how I'm gonna skip out? But you can't bomb for an hour. I can bomb for twenty minutes. That's easy. I've done that. I can do that in my sleep. You can bomb for an hour. <laughs> you cannot. Especially bomb for an hour. if I. Okay, here's what. It is really hard to do. Here's what I won't do. Is I won't. Um, turn on the audience. Whoa! I because that's how you really bomb. That's true. That's the only way to bomb is if you take their response or your too performance personally. too personally. Yeah, that I've learned through the years that like I the only way to keep it going is to blame yourself. Yes, and it is my fault. It's not the audience's fault. They're there to have a good time. I'm just not showing them a good time, mm -hmm. and that doesn't have to do anything with my self worth. But that's hard to fucking remember in the in the moment because it feels so goddamn personal. Right? Yeah, because they're only they're only not laughing at, at you. <laughs> Ain't nobody else on stage to blame it on. Exactly. It's not like improv. You'd be like, this person's not yes ending yeah. me. I'm really just bombing, but that's why I do it because it's only me. Yes. And, and I don't like to share. So even the bombs, I, I I want to full ownership. I want to have full ownership. So I think Friday will be a bomb. Saturday, first show, I think I'll be re-upped yes. after like a nice day in the city and uh -huh. we'll rehash yes. everything yes. that went wrong. Yes. And then Saturday, I'll I'll kind of have a better attitude for first show. <laughs> and then I think second show, I'm just going to become the Dark Phoenix and go insane. So I think... 
the final show because I'll be like, I don't get IDJF. Yeah. Like I'm YOLOing out of this. Yes. Like I'm going to go wild. I might even take off my clothes. I don't know. We'll see. No pulling, promises. Pulling a Bobby. Pulling a Bobby. <laughs> I won't be wearing underwear. <laughs> I just feel that. I know like yeah. it's going to be the end of the trip. Yes. Blah, blah. And then I think the Ajumba show live yeah. is going to be easy peasy. Fun yes. and breezy. It's going to be a Sunday feel. Like it's going to be no pressure. Everyone will be there for us. Kind of like, yeah. No one's going to randomly come in and be like, who the fuck is this? Yes. You know, there's not going to be that kind of like contentious energy. Yes. So I think it's going to be a nice little like scoop up on Sunday. And then after that show, we'll have the rest of the time to just enjoy DC and then go home on Monday. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. (laughs) I mean, it's truly like we've talked about sort of becoming or not becoming road Road comics. comics. On this podcast, a lot. A lot. Because that is sort of the next step sure. for us. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. I mean, for you, less so because you kind of took a different trajectory. For I'm me, splintering off. you're splintering yeah. off because you're doing this because neither of us really want this life. No. <laughs> I, I like the glamour of dipping into yes. a headlining comic in DC life. Yes. Do I want that every single weekend of my life? Hell Absolutely no. not. So once a month? How do you get there once a month? Or sure. like a stretch, let's say. Like yeah. a three month West Coast tour. Yeah. And then I could do that for ninety days or whatever and then come back and not do it. Ever again. But it's hard <laughs> to do that. But it's hard to do that if you're not consistently doing it. So like that's why I feel almost like this is my swan song tour. What? Of like the kind of finale of me chasing stand-up as a career. You know, like, for example, you know Joe McHale Mm -hmm. from Community, etc.? Would you say he's a stand-up comic? No, but he does comedy. He does comedy. Yeah. He... He tours all the time. You know what he does? He um, works on whatever TV, whatever. Yes. And then when he's bored, he calls his agents and says, book me a theater tour. Like 12 City, and they book it, and he sells out all the tickets. Yes. And he makes a shit ton of money. Yes. And then comes back and doesn't do it for two years. Yes. And then says, Oh, I'm bored. Book me another tour. And then he goes out. Yes. That's what I want. I don't want the, like, I'm working on the railroad. <laughs> like, this kind of like, this kind of like, I, I identify as comic, so I must lay my life at the altar of comedy. That's not the vision for me anymore. Like, yeah. I want that Joel McHale life where like this is like a slight aberration you know that happens and sure. I get to go back to my life so you want to tour every two years th- for three for, months for like a huge amount of time time yeah and sell out theaters sell out theaters yeah so which you can't do unless you're famous yes you know so like so a lot of things need to happen yeah <laughs> Sure. But I'm okay with it never happening. You Whoa. Know what I mean? like, okay. I'm okay with never getting to a point where I toured. And I, that's how my ideal would be because mm-hmm. I love doing stand up. I love being up there. But and the people love it. The people love it for sure. And, and I've I know it, but I just don't love it enough. Sure. To be an unknown comic, I know it's so bullshit, and yeah. it's any comic who's listening to it is like fuck you. <laughs> But I, this is what I told my managers. This is yeah. what I tell everyone I meet ever in a general meeting. Mm-hmm. 
I tell everyone, I'm like, I'm not here to get in line. Yeah. I'm not. And if that makes me ungrateful, okay, I don't have to do it. But I don't want to get in line to do that. Yeah. I don't want to get in line anywhere. I want to skip the line. You know what I mean? Everyone's lining up here. I'm going through the back. Like, I don't right. want, I want the end result of Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. I don't want a comic's life. Yeah, I don't really, I don't want that either. You know, I yeah. want the glitz and glory without the. <laughs> <laughs> I need. It was coming out of Peter's I... mouth and he knew that it was bad. I know. Him realizing. I'm sorry, it... <laughs> I don't like to work. I don't like to work. I don't work hard, I work smart. Okay, look at Jonathan Van Ness. He's not a comic. He flips his hair around yeah. and he's a queer eye guy. Yes. He sells out tickets everywhere he goes. These TikTok people, yes. they don't fucking do comedy, but they sell out everywhere they go. So why am I struggling doing comedy the wrong way? Why? Because there's... Someone argued that it is not the it. wrong... Because it's not. they would argue that it's not the wrong way. It's the stupid way. Yeah. It's the long way. Sorry. It's not the wrong way. It's the long way. But people call the long way the right way. Yes. And there's no right way. There's only right way for you. It's like wine. If it tastes good, it's great. That's what I think. You know, because like I I feel like you and I have talked about comedy for so long in this podcast and we're finally on the road and we're doing it. Yeah. But guess how we got to do this? Not because we're grinding on the road. It's because we got to a place to get invited. Yeah. So we are doing it the shortcut way anyway. <sighs> Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, even with the Joe McHale thing, which I do identify with, wanted to do it like that. He does it every couple of years. Yeah, and he doesn't like need to be out there. He knows he's funny. He knows people love him. Like he's a billionaire, so like he doesn't care. I, I see. He was talking to a, a comic once, and he was like, "So, how do you work out your material?" And the comic was like, you know, like any other comic, like, you know, I just do a couple of open mics and I kind of figure it out, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you know, I can't, um, I, when I work out new material, I just bomb in front of 12,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't care. They don't care. They like They're him. They're like, oh, Joel, it's yeah, Joel. Yeah, and he's working out new stuff. That's what I mean. It's that we've crossed that barrier into like random comedian that's going to make me laugh tonight. It's now become, oh, I know you. That's why I'm going to come see you. Yeah. It's completely flipped. I don't know. I would I would still want to do it at least. I would still do something like this once a month. Like go on the road, go to a place, and like be able to headline or like whatever feature in some feature way and travel once a month. Once a month? A weekend a month? Mm-hmm. That sounds nice too. Yeah. Yeah. And like still like just work and on spots around the city, still be like that kind of a person, and then travel once or twice a month and like make... But like where? Somewhere cool like DC or are you going to like Indianapolis just to say that you did a week? You know what I mean? Like, is that worth it? Or is it, do we love the fact that we're going to DC? Like what if we were going to fucking Jacksonville, Florida? We would hate that. Yeah. But they were like, we'll give you a weekend here. You can do spots in Jacksonville. Why would we do that? (laughs) We're 40. (laughs) You have a family. No, we're doing this because it's D.C. You know, like, I'm going to Montreal to do it, but I'm not going to Ottawa or, like, whatever the fuck up there, like, just to go do it. That's what I mean about it. Like, you and I have gotten to a place, whether it's because the industry doesn't want us or we don't want it, Mm -hmm. 
we're not in the space to do Indianapolis. That club's supposed to be good. Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not trying to just do road to do road. We're trying sure. to travel. <laughs> right? We're trying to eat well. We're not even staying at the fucking hotel or whatever motel that this comedy club is putting us up at. <laughs> Because we said no, no. we're not going to go to DC and live filthy. Like, we're not going to go to DC not... and get bed bugs. Hello, that's what <laughs> I mean. But plenty of comics will because that's they put the they're giving their life over to the altar of that. Because we're like, because none like of these anything. people, because none of these people have turned their lives away from God. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because we've turned away from like a real thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not turning my back on God to start worshiping, to worshiping comedy. No way. <laughs> like, no. get the fuck out of here. No, no. God created the world. Yeah. Like, I don't know what comedy's done. <laughs> Tear down black and brown people. Yeah, like, I mean, like, SNL? Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> okay. God bring to Chris Farley. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that yeah. might be it. Like, it's yeah. just, I, I, I think... We're just, what it comes down to is we're just too old and bougie. That's what it is. And Mm. sorry to anyone who's not old and bougie, young and poor, like, (laughs) you'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, work smart enough and you'll get there. You will. And that's it. And I'm so proud of us that we have this weekend coming up. And, you know. Do you really think this is your swan song? I think so. As far as like a career. Now, if someone in Montreal is like, hey, could you come do a weekend here? We'd love to have you. Sure. Caroline's in, in New York. I'll drop in in Caroline's. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to like have my... I don't want... I don't need my agents to like keep me out there. Yeah. Like I think I like it, but it doesn't need to be... It doesn't need to be the goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice um, outcome. Of my career. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a side effect. But it's not like... That's not the point. This happened during pandemic, right? 100%. Yeah. I think my first Zoom show, I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I hate this. I remember, and, when uh, did, I remember when you were going through this. And I 100% thought it was just because... It was a way of kind of uh, rationalizing... And uh, grieving, grieving, like dealing with the grief of losing this part of yeah. our creative lives, which was the only part I had. Yeah, especially after Second City, like it was right. the only thing I had. Like, sure, we had like acting, mm-hmm. whatever that is. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what the fuck that even means. <laughs> but like, that's not a creative outlet for me. No, you know, no. like I'm not. It's work. Just acting on my own. Like, it's yeah, work. It's work. And it's it pays the bills. It's a job. Yeah. But. Stand-up was the thing for me, and when I couldn't have it, I really had to, like, I think I broke. I think I had to, like, figure it out. You know, it's like the way we were talking about yesterday. You do, you are, like, taking um, like a tidy person. Yeah. You threw it away. I threw it away. It's like, oh, it doesn't work for me? Done. Done. Gone. Yeah, I I don't have sentiment. I don't have a lot of chong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. That's what it's kishin about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're saying it's inhumane? No, it's like the fact that you can blink and like Cut sever out. that mm-hmm. tie. And it's like, and you have no sense of sentimentality about it. 
is one very incredibly impressive it's part of your success it's like the reason why you can you move on like a like a shark like you remember i, I call it because yeah. you're always moving i'm always moving yeah. yeah and so you don't and like you know um whereas like a crab has to wait in that house until it outgrows it or whatever the fuck that horseshoe crabs you know what i mean and they'll just like live in a yeah. pepsi can if they can find <laughs> yeah. it like that until it has to get out of there until it has to get out of there and it's like that's not your energy like that's that's what is um because they're not is that if it doesn't behoove you you're just like go of it there's a coldness to me yes that that, I that, get from that my specific mom. part of it yeah. yeah and it's I I try to it's very good channel though. it towards career and not towards people. I've never seen you do it with people. Oh, I have. I actually I know that you have, but I, <laughs> I have, and it's not a good instinct of mine because it doesn't garner good interpersonal relationships. It's good for business, yes, but it's and not- career and creativity, creative pursuits. I've only yeah. seen you do it with people that are not healthy for you, though. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, that's good. I guess that's good. I yeah. just have to make sure I'm justifying that the right way. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this relationship with the Ajuma audience, like, yes. I, you know, I, I think this has really helped me, like, commit to something that's ongoing and interrelational, uh, a communication. It's not just us, like, Suetoro and, like, yeah. tackling. It's a, we know that people like to listen to this and get a lot out of it it's a community it's a community and y'all better come out to DC <laughs> June 19th at the DC Comedy Loft Ajima Show Live we're gonna have a great kick-ass Korean I can't wait I'm really excited for you to meet her um, and yeah this oh. has been a nice time here we gotta get going you gotta teach class and I gotta get home and do some work but this was so fun I know and thank you for listening and uh, come out to our shows Bye. Bye.